Who's ready to rock today, Fire Nation? JLD here, and welcome to episode 1746 of EO Fire, where I chat with entrepreneurs on fire seven days a week. Productivity, discipline, focus, those are my three greatest strengths, Fire Nation. They can be yours too. Visit themasteryjournal.com and master all three skills in 100 days. Now let's chat with today's featured guest, Paul Rabel. Paul, are you prepared to ignite? I am ready to ignite. Yes. The world's most recognized lacrosse player, Paul plays for the New York Lizards. He is active on social media with over 500,000 followers. And in 2014, he sold his video content business to Denver-based startup Topia. In 2016, Paul co-founded Rabel Events. He trains in the mornings and occasionally cooks. Paul, take a minute, fill in some gaps from that intro and give us a little glimpse of your personal life. Sure. Yeah, of course. Well, I want to say thanks for having me, John. It's yeah. uh, it's a pleasure to be on this show and really a fan of what you do. I think, uh, you know, in a world where I would say entrepreneurship has proliferated, uh, that's crossed over into professional sports. And we're seeing a lot of athletes now with a dual focus while they're still playing on field, on court, in the pool, wherever it is, um, by a combination of social media and technology enabling the startup experiment to be more cost-effective, you're seeing athletes leverage brand and platform and crossover into that entrepreneurship. And as you mentioned, um, I'm still playing professional lacrosse that exists. I'm in New York with Team USA as well. Yeah. We create media on a weekly basis. We operate a couple of companies and we invest in a bunch. So that's, uh, that's what we're here to rap about. I love all of this in Fire Nation. You just have to recognize the reality that becoming an authority, becoming an influencer, it's not easy. It's really, really hard work. And when you have the opportunity and you're someone like Paul, where you have both this incredible skill set with lacrosse and just sports in general, and then the business mind, you can marry those two together. I mean, literally the sky's the limit. And you know, Unfortunately, you know, don't let Paul hear this, but he's not going to be able to play lacrosse forever, but he's going to be right. able to do some really cool <laughs> things, you know, until frankly, the day that, you know, he dies. I mean, that's the exciting thing about entrepreneurship. I mean, for me, it's never going to end. It's always going to be that fun journey. I mean, I'm going to be doing something with VR, you know, when I'm 105 years old, I can't even wait for it. But what I want to know today, Paul, is what is your area of expertise today? Yeah, that's a great question. And I actually want to add first to what you mentioned. And I think what athletes, influencers, entrepreneurs do really well is influence. Yeah. And that's a word that you used because it's it's much more deep than that. If you can influence and, and in effect create a loyal customer or build a relationship with your audience, they will – you know, it's it's built on trust. It's it's built in belief, and they will follow you from project to project. So while I won't be playing lacrosse uh, past my thirties, um, just as you know, there may be another project in media um, beyond podcasting and everything else that you're yeah. doing, John, and investing. But your audience will follow you. So I think influencing and having those right pillars set up and the way you communicate is important. For me, I think what I do well is uh, focus on endurance. And I, I think it's, it's, it's interesting because as a pro athlete, that's my primary job, to be fit, eat well, and recover, and recover being sleep. But it's actually a common trait of north of 90% of successful CEOs, and starting with your physical and mental fitness. Um, but on a regular basis at work, being able to demonstrate 
your physical and mental strength, effectively your grit and, and, you know, working 80 hour weeks, uh, being calm in the face of stress, um, and trying really hard. I think that our world and what I've learned in business is, is, does not belong, um, to the, to the big and strong. It belongs to the fast and, and, uh, you know, how quickly can you make up ground? And, you know, there is talent involved, but it's mostly endurance. Yeah, I agree with all of this. And I think it's interesting how you have to mix this together, Fire Nation, because this journey that we're on is a marathon. You know, it, it's, it's this thing you have to realize that, hey, I need to be quick. I need to be fast. I need to be agile. I need to be able to adjust when situations change. But at the same time, I have to have this long-term view. I mean, there were podcasts that launched after me that came out, you know, with a ton more flair, a ton more money, a ton more this, a ton more that. But they're not around anymore. You know, I've stuck around for 1,700 now in 36 episodes because I'm, I'm playing the long game here. And so that's where my success is. But guess what? I've shifted. I've, I've been agile. I've been quick to adapt to new things along the way. I mean, whether, you know, be Meerkat, then Periscope, and then Snapchat, mm-hmm. Instagram Stories, Facebook Live, you know, now Facebook Messenger Bots. I mean, Paul, the list goes on. And that's exciting. That's the world that we live in. But what I would like to know, Paul, because I'm just curious, because you know, you've had the ups, you've had the downs as an athlete and in business as well. What would you consider your worst entrepreneurial moment to date? And Paul, take us to that moment. Tell us that story. Sure, John. So you, you'll, you'll probably uh, get agitated with the way that I'll preface my answer to this, <laughs> but I, I, I believe that. Uh, and this is critical, and this is what we learn as entrepreneurs and even as athletes in sports, is that nothing is that bad. Um, and, and to keep that mindset is really important. But those, I suppose, um, lower moments that I've had um, as an athlete first is multiple injuries, losing a world championship, and, and, and that actually came in, in, you know, in, in an amalgam of, of each other. So I, I lost a world championship in 2014 with Team USA to Canada, and uh, two weeks later, back in the pro season, I broke my foot. Mm. Um, as a professional, when I launched the video content platform that I built called the Paul Rabel Experience, subscription-based, and we all know how difficult um, that industry yeah. is to acquire customers, to keep them happy. Um, it, it, it is it, Talk about playing the long game, but also focusing on the details and how much energy and time you're putting into like singular $3 sales at a time, it's, it's really difficult. And we look at internet as, you know, internet equals scale, but it's not. Internet or video content businesses um, need to um, really engage your customer. Otherwise, you're just putting, if you're in the video space uh, or content space, you're just putting a DVR out there is the way I look at it. So there was a time when we launched it where our, our churn was high. Um, we, we were losing out to chargebacks, which I didn't know what the heck chargebacks were at the time. Um, and so that was taking huge body shots at our, at our top and bottom line of the business. So I got into a space that I thought, okay, let me take uh, my instruction from the field online. It's scalable. I'll get a ton of customers. Found out that was really difficult. Uh, almost lost my business uh, because of it. And then also was not only losing sales, but people were canceling through their through their online banking. And I was getting hit with a shot through my from my online payment processor. Mm. Um, so being uh, I should say understaffed at the time and not fully understanding the tech aspect of the business was a low moment for sure. Um, but you have to hit reset and we have to do it often. 
um, and either double down, as you say, in, in entrepreneurship or even on the blackjack table and, and trust your gut. Um, and it's one of those positions where you're in and I've been in uh, as a lacrosse player, not having the access to the the major wages you see in mainstream sports like football, basketball, and baseball. Um, I'm, I was truly in that place um, and rebounded. So that was that was that I suppose the, uh, the the worst moment in in sports and business to date. Now, which part did you think I was going to get agitated about at? Well, I, I think the, the, the way that I prefaced it, saying that you know nothing is that bad. I know I, I listen to your show regularly, yeah. and, and I wanted to make sure I was giving you something substantial. But if I were in conversation with a peer, um, you know, across the table from me, and we were just talking about mindfulness and expectations and and appreciation, I would say, hey, like, you know, eh, everything's good. We're fortunate. I, you know, I was I was uh, I was born into a winning lottery ticket. No, it's interesting. I just actually interviewed JP Sears yesterday, and this guy, you know, hundreds and millions of views on YouTube. He does these parodies that are hysterical in fitness and nutrition and like health and religion and all these different things. And it's just so funny. And one thing that we kind of both came to the conclusion of while we were talking is, you know, sometimes you just have to care less. And now what we meant by that was you have to care about your craft, but you can't take yourself so seriously. You know, like you can't have to like, oh my, I just said, um, like, oh no, like I need to like rewind and edit that out. No, like be you, like Paul, like people follow you on Instagram and other places because, you know, you're you because you bring out your personality and it's not easy to do that right away because, you know, I, I wasn't used to speaking behind a microphone. You weren't used to taking pictures, you know, on Instagram, but as your own personality starts to fill itself out, Fire Nation, people are going to be attracted to you for the right reasons. And and Paul, one thing I'd love to just have you maybe kind of button this up with is the one takeaway that you want to make sure our listeners get from that worst entrepreneurial moment story. Well, I think it's a lot of what you said that it's never as bad as it seems and it's also never as good as it feels. Um, but I think the takeaway pulling off of what you said and, and what I did is that, you know, finding your authentic voice, uh, being authentic is, is often overused, feels cliche right now, just hearing myself say it in the, in the content space. Uh, but it's, it's, it's actually trending upward beyond just its, its, its repetitiveness in speak. I think when you talk about content, some of the advice that I give to my peers as professional athletes across sports is if you're going to be on these platforms, don't come in, don't, you know, don't watch a YouTube channel on premium content. That's not what it's for. People want behind the scenes. They, they actually, you may actually gain an audience and gain customers if you're above board with them and telling them that you're failing, right? People believe in that. They, they, they don't want to see, um, the, 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 you know the, the constant glitz and glamour that you have on Facebook about oh everything's just so perfect I'm completely fulfilled and happy. None of us live a perfect life, and so embracing that imperfection. And if you can, if you can, those moments of failure sense that like this is my moment. I believe that's probably the best takeaway I can leave. 
Everybody loves a comeback, Fire Nation. Rocky, one, two, three, four, five. I mean, hey, if he started off knocking out the champ, nobody would keep watching it. We, right. want, the, we want the build up, you know, we want the struggle. <laughs> now, Paul, you've had a lot, a lot of great ideas in your life. I mean, you were able to successfully sell your video content business uh, to Top Yeah back in the day. Um, you've had some other great ideas along the way as well. What is one of your greatest ideas to date, that aha moment? Tell us that story. Yeah, well, you know, I, I, I don't believe that I am an inventor uh, of ideas. Uh, what, I, what I like to think about is, is, you know, how can I use and think through my own intellectual curiosity and reading and content consumption, the ingenuity of my peers and, and kind of be my own mad scientist and, and take best practices into what I do. Um, we, we very rarely are going to see someone um, recreate the wheel. It just it, it, it doesn't need to be done. And I think what I look at is you know, trying to you know, gather uh, my, my overall intentions. You look at a product or a service and take the market size. Most people want to say, hey, we're going after this $70 billion market, right? But being more, having more calculated expectations of, of where you think you can make your impact, I think is important. Um, in terms of ideas or that aha moment for me, I would say it's been the convergence of social media into now mainstream media. Um, in 2008, I launched a Facebook page. It was alternative media. I did it because lacrosse wasn't featured in mainstream media, the ESPNs, the CBSs, wasn't talked about. So to go long in that space and be a full-time professional athlete, I needed to generate the conversation. So I was doing it through social. Over time, social now has taken the place because of our combination of our mobile phones and the ubiquity of it uh, and, and the fact that North of 3 billion people are on these platforms. So now, over time, those that were involved in 2008 and have an incubated audience have this big value proposition and this unfair advantage. Uh, and that's where you're seeing athletes and celebrities get into the startup experiment more and more because they have this relationship that brands are very excited and eager to spend for. Um, so that was probably my aha moment. Less creation, more just like, wow, I'm here. Now let me capitalize. Well, Paul, what I love about you is you're always keeping that finger on the pulse, which is just so important because things are changing so fast. You know, as I kind of went through my rant earlier about, you know, Meerkat and Periscope, and then, you know, here we are, you know, with Facebook Messenger bots. I mean, this is just all right. happening very fast. And so it's important. That being said, what are you most excited about right now? Like, what gets you fired up? Yeah. So I'm really excited about video still. It's been declared king for the past half a dozen years. Our YouTube channel, which is youtube.com slash Paul Rabel, is growing. Um, we have three and a half million minutes watched a month. Wow. Um, and so video is important to me. And then audio is quickly taking kingship, in my opinion. And it's a combination of ambient listening, which I'm kind of looking at more from an investor capacity and, and understanding where voice recognition and voice software is going when you talk about the, the impact, long-term impact at Alexa and Google Home will have on the retail Huge. purchasing space. Um, but I launched a podcast to get involved in audio and, and, and not necessarily to um, – to, to, to try and create a new revenue stream, um, but more so to, 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 to generate conversation and tell my story and that story of, of athlete time 
entrepreneurship, the duality of the modern athlete. And I'm sitting down and speaking with other pro athletes and try and like hack into their playbook of tools beyond just, I think, what's stereotypically asked, you know, how do you manage your time? Um, and audio being long form by nature is so interesting. And, you know, the conversation that we're having that can't be done over video. People don't have the, the time span to sit down and watch the two of us at a table. So, you know, while you're, while you're working out, while you're walking, audio is just really intriguing to me. Yeah, audio is that form of content that I, of course, has a special place in my heart. Of course, I'm a little prejudiced for it. And, you know, it's been where I've been focusing my time now for five years. But it's one of those things where, like, I totally know for a fact, like, how powerful video is. Like, video is king. Like, you can't beat it. But what I love about audio and where you went, Paul, with this is it's going to be now allow you to connect with an audience, you know, in a different area in their life, maybe while they're commuting to work or going for a walk in the woods or a run down the beach or walking their dog or folding their laundry when they can't necessarily have their face watching a video screen, they can have your voice in their ear. So it never is going to replace video or, you know, all these things, but it can be a beautiful addition to the arsenal that you're building, which is super cool. And there's actually a, a guy I just interviewed a couple days ago who I should really connect you with. If you want me to, I'd be happy to. His name's Nisobo. He was the NFL running back um, on the New Orleans Saints when they won the Super Bowl back hmm. with Drew Brees was. And, and he's just this super inspiring guy. And he's doing something very similar with pro athletes in that field. And it's just exciting to see, you know, that, you know, there is life after professional sports for people these days. In fact, for a lot of people like me, I mean, it's really just the beginning for him. And, and it's exciting to see the journey that you guys are taking because you're bringing so much discipline and dedication and knowledge and outside of the box thinking to this world that I just love studying you and seeing everything that's going on there. So I'm fired up that you're excited about that. And let's give a shout out to your podcast so my podcast listeners can go check it out podcast is called Suiting Up with Paul Rabel. It's available on wherever you get your podcasts, Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, Stitcher, you name it. Our website's also suitinguppodcast.com. Did I see you had Matt Hasselbeck on the show recently? That's right. Matt Hasselbeck's episode dropped on Monday. We premiered with Coach Belichick. What? Oh my Um, God. I'm a New England Patriots born and raised. Uh, There you go. It it was a pretty great interview. Um, And and speaking of the Saints, we have Drew Brees coming out soon too. Oh, cool. He's just a prolific entrepreneur. Tell him about, uh, oh, you already talked to him though? I have. Yes. Oh, I was gonna be. Able, you could have talked to him about knee, knee. But I know. Um, I'd love to meet him. Yeah, I'll introduce you guys via email, no doubt. Um, how how did you get connected to, to Belichick? Like, don't give the details. I know, but I'm just curious. Like, how'd that happen? He seems like such a private guy. He is a very private guy. So, Coach Belichick grew up playing lacrosse. Huh. Uh, he grew up in Maryland and outside of Annapolis, and he played lacrosse in college. His dad was the video. Uh, scout team coach in the NFL, um, and then took a head coaching job for the Naval Academy. And Coach Belichick went and worked under his dad, then uh, famously uh, picked up the phone and called Bill Parcell's office back in the time where uh, there was one or two assistants in the front office of an NFL team, got through to him and said, hey, Coach Parcells, can I cut film for you? I knew a little bit about football. My dad coaches at Navy. And he crossed over. Um, I met him at an All-American banquet my sophomore year in college. I went to Johns Hopkins. I walked up to him, which I would encourage a lot of your uh, listeners to do, right? show initiative. And I walked up to him afterwards and gave him, uh, we exchanged information. We asked him out to lunch and we being my head coach and I at the time, uh, built a relationship from there. And I've known him for 12 years. 
Fire Nation, if you think the value bombs have been dropped thus far, you just wait for the lightning round, which we're going to be crushing when we get back from thinking our sponsors. Without great talent, it is tough to run a successful business. Teams are at the center of great projects, big ideas, and speedy implementation, but we all know it can be tough to find great talents. That's why Zip Recruiter is such a valuable resource. With Zip Recruiter, you can post your job to 100 plus job sites with just one click. Then their technology matches the right people to your job. Unlike other job sites, Zip Recruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you, it finds them. In fact, over 80% of jobs posted on Zip Recruiter get a qualified candidate in just 24 hours. The best part no juggling emails or calls. Simply screen, rate, and manage candidates all in one place. Find out today why ZipRecruiter has been used by businesses of all sizes to find the most qualified job candidates. You can post jobs on ZipRecruiter for free today. That's right, free. Just visit ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. And one more time, to try it for free, visit ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. If you're a landlord, then you know there are a lot of moving pieces when it comes to keeping your business running smoothly, like making sure your tenants have great credit, that they pay their bills on time, and of course, that they're going to pay you on time. Great news is there's a company that can help. Smart Move will help you find out what you don't know about your rental applicants, and right now you can save 25% off your next tenant screening. Smart Move is accessible from any of your mobile devices. They give you real reports, including credit reports and criminal background checks and they're all about fast results. Reports are delivered within minutes. If you own a rental property or know someone who does, try Smart Move so you don't find out the hard way that a prospective tenant is a risk. Visit tenantscreening.com, enter code FIRENATION, that's all one word, and get 25% off your next screening. That's tenantscreening.com, code FIRENATION, all one word. With Smart Move, you'll get great reports, great convenience, and great tenants. Paul, are you ready to rock the lightning rounds? Let's do it. What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? I grew up in a more practical, risk-adverse household. What's the best advice you've ever received? Whether you think you can or think you can't, you're right. Can you share an internet resource like Evernote with Fire Nation? Yeah, we use Evernote. I would say Slack is a big one that we use internally now that we're hiring more and we have uh, four employees in-house. What's a personal habit that contributes to your success? Cleanliness. Used to not always be, but <laughs> making my bed in the morning, I found, sets my intentions for the day. Yeah, that quote just popped into my mind, something like, cleanliness is next to godliness, something like that. <laughs> if you could recommend one book, Paul, what would it be and why? Similar to the quotes, uh, the one that I'm reading right now is Option B by Sheryl Sandberg. Hmm. I think uh, for any entrepreneur or, or CEO that's running a company, whether you have 2,000 employees, 200 or two, um, understanding workplace equality, having empathy, work-life balance, showing leadership on a regular basis, I think are, are critical. And in this entrepreneurial world that we're in, I feel like, John, there's so much em- emphasis on work ethic and ambition, and there's fewer people talking about how to correctly lead and engage with your employees, and it's a great book for that. 
Paul, let's end today on fire, brother, with you giving Fire Nation a parting piece of guidance, the best way that we can connect with you, and then we'll say goodbye. Again, really appreciate the time. I, I enjoyed this and love your show and, and uh, you. really honored to be on it. Um, I think in line with some of the stuff that we've chatted about, I, I would encourage everyone to experiment. And that being personally and professionally, but push yourself to be intellectually curious. Um, and, and, and with that, right, you're, you're checking your ego at the door. You have a better grasp. Your ego never goes away. You have a grasp over your ego, and you know some of the some of the best top CEOs in the world that I look to. Um, you know guys like Jeff Weiner and Reed Hastings, um, Mark Zuckerberg. These are people that are really empathic, and even a Bill Belichick, who was you know I consider a CEO of the Patriots, someone that uh, is very in tune with his staff or his employees or her employees, and uh, you know more than anything else. What we do as entrepreneurs crosses into our personal life. So, you know, paying attention to how you are growing personally, I think, is critical. Um, to follow me, you can follow me across all social media at Paul Rabel. It's Rabel like table, as I tell people. Uh, it's, it's spelt like rabble, so it's P A U L R A B I L. My website is paulrabel.com, and our podcast is suitinguppodcast.com. Fire Nation, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. You've been hanging out with PR and JLD today, so keep up the heat and head over to eofire.com. Type Paul in the search bar. His show notes page will pop up with everything that we've been talking about today. Best show notes in the biz. Don't tell Paul, but it's even better than suiting up. Way better. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, do go, do go check out Suiting Up and of course, paulrabel.com. That's R-A-B-I-L.com and then all the socials, etc. Paul, thank you for sharing your journey with Fire Nation today. For that, we salute you and we'll catch you on the flip side. Thank you, John. Hey, Fire Nation. Hope you enjoyed our chat with Paul today and You should check out our free podcasting course so that you can create, grow, and monetize your own podcast at freepodcastcourse.com. I will catch you there or I'll catch you on the flip side. Don't find out the hard way that a prospective tenant is a risk. If you own a rental property or know someone who does, try Smart Move. Visit tenantscreening.com, enter code FIRENATION, that's all one word, and get 25% off your next screening. That's tenantscreening.com code fire nation with smart move you'll get great reports great convenience great tenants over 80 percent of jobs posted on zip recruiter get a qualified candidate in just 24 hours find out today why zip recruiter has been used by businesses of all sizes to find the most qualified candidates you can post your job on zip recruiter for free today just visit ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash fire.